When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Mix makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary! On the final play of the half! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Let's go. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. What are you doing? What are you doing? Let's go. Give me a call. 877-337-6666. Just scrolling through Twitter. I just saw a story that disheartened me a little bit. Um, do you remember a few weeks back, Seinfeld was like doing a, a con, uh, public show or whatever. And he was taking questions from the audience after and someone asked him about the season finale or the series finale should i say of seinfeld and he said yeah something's going on with that like he said you know me and larry have been thinking about that and something's going on and sparked this idea of maybe a reunion well not that i've not that i focused on it or whatever but i was just scrolling through twitter right now like literally just as the music was hitting jason alexander on possible seinfeld reunion no one called me well, that's a bummer. So I don't know. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. It's going to be a Super Bowl commercial, and it's going to piss us all off. Yeah, so I don't know. That would have been nice. I don't know. 877-337-6666. Thanksgiving is coming up, and I got to, uh, you know, it's it's going to, uh, for the first time as, like, a full-time show host, I'll actually do it because I usually... For years, I would, you know, I, I, being a part-time employee, I would work like this. I would wait all year long for Chernoff to say, hey, do you want that Thanksgiving shift? Like, that was that's all I got. Now that I'm doing this every night, I'll finally get a chance to tell you all how Thanksgiving dinner is the most overrated meal of the year. We'll get into all that stuff. But I can't believe it's here already. It's already Thanksgiving. It's crazy. Crazy how fast time goes. I was talking to a guy today, or my wife was, should I say. Don't get the wrong idea. My wife was talking to a guy today about uh, uh, Christmas lights. There's a guy who goes around the neighborhood. He's a fireman. He does a great job, and he just puts up the lights, like, around the, the lining of the house and the roof and up top on the roof. And he does this beautiful outline, and then he takes it down at the end of the year and puts it in boxes, and you store it, and he comes back every year and puts them back up and everything. That's that time of year already. I got to worry about these stupid elves on a shelf. I got to worry about taking out the big six-foot nutcrackers and putting them on the porch. It's already Thanksgiving. Crazy how fast time goes. It's unbelievable. It was just the summer. I just was starting July 10th. I was starting out doing nothing but five-hour shows during the uh, All-Star break, which I'll never do again. I was. My wife said to me, she's like, where should we go next? I don't know, but I know when. (laughs) <laughs> that week and two weeks or three weeks after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, well, I'll see. Uh, no, but I, I, she, I'm not kidding. She was. We get back. You know, as soon as you get back from vacation, you're like, oh, this is oh, what a bummer. What do we? What's what do we have to look forward to? What's our next trip? And I'm like, I don't know where, but I know when. It's July 16th, the week of the All Star break. I'll tell you that right now, honey. Ain't that right, Stu Pot? Ain't that right? I'm Morning, going, I'm not, I am not going to be here that week of the All-Star break. I'll tell you that oh, right All now. right. So, how so plan accordingly. 
Your favorite host isn't going to be here for a week. Figure it out. Again. Yes. What's up? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing really, really well. I'm feeling great. Uh huh. Well, How are you? You, 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 you always talk about my favorite topic. Yes, I know. I'm, well, I'm a Yankee fan. Well, today I didn't focus so much on Cashman as much as I did the Yankee offseason. Garrett Cole, congratulations. Congratulations. On winning the Cy Young. Well-deserved. Well yeah, well, listen, he proved a lot of... I think I, I think Craig owes me a phone call, to be honest, and apologize for the way he used to speak <laughs> about you Garrett Cole. Get, you think you'll get that phone call? I don't. I don't I think don't I'm going to get it. <laughs> but uh, I, he... Yeah, I mean, well, because it's already... I mean, it was a lock. He was going to win the Cy Young. Today doesn't... Today only yeah, just... He, he he was a lock. He was a unanimous. Uh, he led the league in ERA, led the league in WHIP. He was the best pitcher. Not any, I think he was better than um, Snell. He was the best. He was the best pitcher in Major League Baseball this year. He was. And he he was. And he had 19 decisions in 33 starts. Yep. So what does that tell you about the inefficiency of the rest of the team around him? Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it's not just him. It's baseball. It's, it's just, baseball. It's, that's the way. I you mean, they go to the bullpen. They have these. That's how it goes. You said. Uh, about Juan Soto. Yes. Uh, we, I would not give up Dominguez. I'm sorry. I don't think you have to. I really don't, I don't think, think you have to. You're gonna have to. Peraza. Um, I would like give up Peraza. You would give up Peraza. Yes. I wouldn't give up Volpe, but I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't give up Peraza because I like him as a fielder. He's a better. He's a good defensive player. Yeah, I know, and but he could have I'm just. Hit. Yeah, but that's fine, and I I don't disagree yeah, with you. you. His, but if, good. but if San Diego, yeah, if San Diego says. If you offer a package of, two, like, say, um, Schmidt and two two uh, minor league pitchers, and they go, yeah, okay, we like it. I'll tell you what, you add Peraza, you have a deal. Otherwise, we're going with what the uh, the the Mets just offered us. Like, and you're you're not gonna you, you're then not you do it. You have then, to do then it. you do it. That's my point. Then yes. you do it. Like, is it's if they go, all right, listen, you add Dominguez to that, we're done. Then I go, I don't know. But if they say Peraza, you got it. Peraza, yeah. here we go. And the, the thing is, they need, like everybody keeps on saying, they need more left-handed hitters. Yes. And what they also need is not to strike out so much. Yeah. Make contact. Well, clearly, but I don't think, you know, they, 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 it's not like they, stri- they They weren't at the bottom of the league in strikeouts. But, yeah, I, listen, of course, put the ball in play. That's, I, I agree. Yeah, Less strikeouts. Anything happen, right? Well, anything could happen, I agree, including double plays. But, no, I'm, I'm just being, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm just being even, an idiot. Even Double plays, at least they made they, they made. No, contact. I know. Um, I, I I agree. Listen, you want, but like that's part of like, you know, that's part of the teaching like argument. Because if you look at the, them in the minors, they don't. It's not like the Yankees teach striking out. They need guys who don't strike out. Like they in the minor leagues, they're they're number three. I think it was three in the uh, in the minor league system at, at strikeout rate, the third best. Like they don't. That it's not like what they teach leads I to mean, striking out. They have guys who strike out. Judge strikes yeah. out. Stanton strikes out. Like Chris, they, Higashioka Chris, strikes out. Chris, I used to I used to watch Mickey Mantle play, and they used to boo him when he struck out 125 yeah, times in a I, year. Well, I, yeah, I know. And I remember when Yogi, I don't remember exactly the year Yogi Berra struck out eight times. Yeah. I mean, and Joe DiMaggio struck out 369 times in the 13-year career. I understand. That's 28 but, strikeouts I know, but they year. wouldn't, the, the, like, if you think Yogi Berra played today, he'd strike out eight times. You're crazy. That's just, no, uh, he would strike out a lot more, of He'd course. strike out a lot more. Yeah, but, but I'm just giving you examples. No, of, I get you. Uh, I get you. And I listen, striking out, no good. I mean, Stu, I, I get you. Strikeout's bad. Hit ball, good. Strikeout, bad. Like, I know. Yes, I agree. But... Like, I don't necessarily, like, it's, 
I don't think it's their main problem. It's one of their problems. And they could always, they just need better hitters. Plain and simple, they just need better hitters. They don't have good hitters. Judge strikes out a lot. Uh, Give me eight more judges. I'm not going to complain. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just about the strikeouts. It's part of it. They just need better hitters. They need some left-handed balance. No doubt. They need some left-handed balance. And they, and, and that's the other thing. Like, I think they've tried. People make it seem like they don't care. It's the same It's the same thing with the Giants' offensive line. People act like the Giants are unaware that offensive line plays important. And, they, and people act like Brian Cashman hates left-handed hitters. It's just the way it's worked out. Like, here's a perfect example. And I'm so glad it sparked my memory. I wanted to say this. I was off. I was in Vegas when the rumor came out. But the rumor was Torres for Verdugo, right? Now, I know the Red Sox angle is part of it, too. But that was a quick little rumor. The the Yankees and Red Sox are discussing. The Red Sox have targeted uh, Glaber Torres as someone they'd like to trade for. The Yankees, uh, you know, could possibly trade for Verdugo. Torres for Verdugo. It was universally, other than maybe I saw BT was on it. It was universally panned by the fan base. Everybody hated it. Nobody wants to trade Torres for Verdugo. Nobody wants to do it, right? I mean, I saw it. there was not a single Yankee fan who wanted to trade Torres for Verdugo. Well, let me ask you a question. Why? He's left-handed. Bring in another left-handed hitter, an outfielder. Oh, wait a minute. He's not as good as Glaber Torres? Funny you should say that. So the point isn't necessarily the Yankees need more left-handed hitting. Because if that was just the simple answer, Yankees need lefties, then that's a trade you'd make. The Yankees need good hitters, better hitters. I'm not willing to trade Glaber Torres for a lesser player just because he's left-handed. Right? And neither are you. Neither are you. You might clamor for left-handed hitters all day long until hold your breath and and stomp your feet, and the Yankees need left-handed hitters. The Yankees need left-handed hitters. Okay. Torres for Verdugo. No, well, no, no. no, I mean, no, no, no. I wouldn't do that. No, no, no. Why? Because Verdugo's not better. And you're not willing to trade lesser. You're not willing to trade better players for lesser left-handed hitters. And that's how the Yankees found themselves in this scenario with right-handed hitters. Everywhere they turned, the best option was right-handed. It's that simple. And they weren't willing to take lesser players that were lefty. And neither are you. Because if you were, you would trade, you would be open to that trade. But it was a universal no, never, wouldn't do it. And yes, part of it is he's a Red Sox. But the main part of it is if you look at the numbers, Gleyber Torres is a better hitter. And I'm not trading a better player for a lesser player just because he's left-handed. And if you look at how the Yankees got into this situation with all right-handed hitting, it's because they ended up making decisions based on the better hitter. That's all. And the better player. They went into the Cubs organization when they traded. Who's your best prospect? Gleyber Torres, right-handed. They drafted Sanchez. They drafted Judge. They drafted Greg Bird. Greg Bird was going to be their left-handed power hitter. He fell apart. They needed to replace him with someone. Who was the best guy available? Luke Voigt, right-handed. Came in, had a 900 OPS for the Yankees. Should they have gotten Dom Smith instead, who wasn't as good, or whoever else? I don't know. I think 900 OPS is pretty good, whether right-handed or left-handed. Andujar goes down. They need a third baseman. Oh, there's Gio Urshela. Let's give him a try. He's better than Andujar. He's a good player. He's he's made himself into a starting third baseman. He happens to be batting right-handed. Like, 
Clint Frazier, best. Give me your best prospect for Andrew Miller, Cleveland. Okay, who's your best? Okay, Clint Frazier, right-handed outfielder. All right, no. Give me your best left-handed hitting prospect. That's not how it works. Should they have prioritized it slightly more? Sure. Do you need balance in a lineup? Absolutely. Do I want to trade lesser? Do I want to acquire lesser players than I have simply because they're left-handed? No, I do not. Everything being equal, give me the left-handed player. But I want the better players. Now, there are situations where it works out perfect. Don't get me wrong. Trading for Juan Soto, does it help he's left-handed? Yeah, if he were right-handed, would I be so as heavy on it? I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't be. He's a great player. If he had the exact same numbers but he was right-handed, I'd still want him. But the fact that he's left-handed is what makes him perfect. Same thing with Bellinger. Would I, I'm, I, I'm scared by Bellinger and his unsuccessful years. Uh, in between great ones, I'm, I'm nervous about it. I would be much more nervous and much more unlikely to give big money if he were right-handed. So I get it. You want to make sure you have some balance. And when, the, the, when it presents itself to add left-handers, you do it, which is what he did with Rizzo, with Gallo, with Benintendi. They didn't work. Rizzo's the only one who worked out. Gallo ended up sucking, and Benintendi got hurt. Like, and, and so to me, that was the perfect example, the Verdugo-Torres thing. Perfect example. It's not just about left-handed hitting. It's not. Because if it were, you'd be open to that trade. Verdugo is a pretty good outfielder. Verdugo would have hey, add to his home runs in Yankee Stadium. You know, he's a fair, he's a competent player. And if they don't get anybody else, he's a good outfielder, and Gleyber Torres for Verdugo isn't crazy, considering it's one year of, of, I think it's two years of Verdugo for one year of Gleyber Torres. That's not crazy. Verdugo was traded for Mookie Betts. It's not crazy to trade Gleyber Torres for Verdugo. It's not crazy. But Gleyber Torres is better, and you don't want to trade better players for lesser players just because they're left-handed. Remember that the next time you go crazy and scream and they don't have left-handed hitters and it's been forever, you have you might if you were presented with an opportunity. I know it isn't your choice to make, or if it was even really presented, but someone asked you, would you want to trade a right-handed hitter for a left-handed hitter? And you said no. Remember it. Remember it. Remember. Remember. The eleventh of November or whenever it was, because you didn't want to do it. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. I look forward, as, uh, as Bill Belichick said in, in his uh, address to the media, to a very, very long-term commitment on my part, and Bill and I will work in concert, and um, we look forward to trying to put a program in place that, uh, that can be successful. I think everyone that knows me knows that I've, uh, that's my home, that's where my family is, that's where my... Uh, my life is unfolded, and I'm very, very happy to be back and, and part of the organization with the Jets. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Oh, yeah, thunder! Lightning and thunder. How about the the Sean Watson news? I was in the car with my son driving him to school this morning when I heard 
Boomer and Geo announced that, which was, you know, really puzzling because he was terrific down the stretch of that game to come back and beat Baltimore. I mean, he was terrific. He looked like the old Watson for the the Sean Watson for the first time. But apparently during halftime, I think he, you know, got shot up a little bit, was complaining about his shoulder. And obviously he had a high ankle sprain and is now having shoulder surgery that ends his season in, you know, someone who has is dealt has was dealing with injuries earlier this year and is still trying to, you know, find his way back to being the player he used to be. And I thought you saw glimpses of it a little bit at the end of the game, but now he's done for the year for a Cleveland team that's six and three, right in the middle of the playoff picture, playing a huge game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, this coming week. And you know what surprised me the most about this, the reaction to it, is I understand that Cleveland's a good situation right now. I understand their offensive line is pretty good. I understand their defense is excellent. But I'm surprised how many people have talked about one of these older, like I heard Zach Gelb do a whole sports minute on it. Um, not to not to knock Zach, I'm just listing him as because I respect Zach's opinion. And that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of people have been on the get a veteran quarterback train. Now, I know they've won games with with uh, Walker. They've won games with their backup. It's not like he's been terrible. I understand he's not, you know, great. But the idea that so many people have been on like Matt Ryan to come out of the broadcast booth to go play. One, he said he didn't want to play with the Jets, right? Didn't he say he wasn't interested in the Jet job? Like it's already down the line here. I mean, this week is gonna next week's Thanksgiving. Like I'm surprised to think that I know they're six and three, right? I know offensively they have a good offensive line to protect an aging quarterback coming off the couch or broadcast chair or whatever, and I know their defense is legit. And at six and three, they are literally you know right in the middle of this playoff picture. But I don't know if it makes much sense to me to go get a Matt Ryan. I wouldn't do that. I would just take my chances. It sucks, but I don't know. If there's a better, I understand we're past the trade deadline, so it's like there really are no other options other than a Matt Ryan, a Phillip Rivers, a, you know, I, I don't know. There's got to be someone available. You bring in another quarterback, but I don't think you're getting someone that you trust to start games with. I think now you got to figure out a way to win games with your defense here if you're Cleveland. But, I mean, again, this is another scenario for the Jets. I understand that their playoff percentage is down to three points. I understand that it's highly unlikely. Hell, I understand I hate the quarterback, right? I know you guys understand I hate the quarterback. 877-337-6666. But, like, that's another team that comes down in a very good division where everyone's over 500 in that division. The Bengals are in last place in that division at 5-4. and four. Baltimore, up until last week, blowing that lead against Cleveland, looked like one of the best teams in football. Cincinnati was on their way, even though they're in last place now, to look like one of the better teams in football now that Burrow was healthy. And they got upended by the Houston Texans, who were right in the middle of things too. But like the teams, if you look at the teams in front of the Jets, and I understand I don't trust the Chargers as far as I can throw them. I know they have the tiebreaker. They beat the Jets. I think think the Raiders are going to get smoked by the Dolphins this week. Um and I know they have the tiebreaker against the Jets. They're playing Buffalo, so if they win that game, they would jump Buffalo and have both wins against Buffalo. I don't think the Colts are very good. And playing with Gardner Minshew as their starting quarterback. And then, you know, the Bengals, the Texans. I mean, it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy, but 
that's one less team in there that could possibly fall out of it without Watson. But that's a devastating injury for the Cleveland Browns, who are poised and ready. I mean, because I think their defense is legit. I mean, it, 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 to me, it's had its moments where they give up points, no doubt about it. Uh, they haven't been, you know, dominant, but they get after the quarterback as well as anybody. And Miles Garrett is a legitimate superstar. He is a legitimate player. He's, you know, and uh, there, there's a lot of them in the league right now. You got Bosa, Miles Garrett, obviously uh, Micah McFadden. I'm Micah McFadden. <laughs> Michael Parsons. Michael McFadden is playing better for the Giants, though. If you look at his numbers, he is he is grading out pretty good over the last few weeks. Him and, and now Bobby O'Karake are dealing with injury. He's got a concussion, is on the injured list right now. Or injured list. He's on the um you know the in, the injure the injury list right now as of now with a concussion. We'll see what he is uh his designation is for game time. But they played much better. Those two linebackers up until the last couple of weeks where everything is just falling apart. Everything is falling apart. But there's a lot of defensive guys. Um, Watt, like there's a lot of guys who are dominant defensive forces in the league right now. There's a lot of them. And certainly Miles Garrett is without question one of them. He's an absolute beast. And that Cleveland Brown team, I get it. They have a good defense. They have a good offensive line. They have some weapons there. You know, they're already 6-3. and three. Could you see a Matt Ryan? But could you really see a Matt Ryan stepping right in? I, I don't know if I see that. A lot of people are talking about it. I don't know if I see it. John and Glenn Cove, what's up, John? Hey, what's going on, Zach? What's up, buddy? How are you? Listen, um, you know, all the talk about Zach Wilson, all the blame he's been getting, I think the onus really goes on uh, Joe Douglas. Um, this team, if you look at the weapons compared to the Bills, compared to the Dolphins, uh, compared to the Vikings, they have better receivers than the Jets. They have, they have better yeah. tight ends. They have running backs that are playing better than Brees Hall. So oh. the onus really needs to be on Joe Douglas putting better weapons around Zach Wilson because I believe, um, Shilak, even if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback this entire year, yeah, I can't see this team really being better than 10-7. and 7. Yeah, I, yeah I, I disagree with you. I think they'd be better than 10-7. Oh, yes, I do. Um, because you mentioned some teams in the weapons. Uh, mention those teams again and look at the quarterback. Josh Allen and Tua. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. But the, 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 their quarterback, off. their quarterbacks are much better than what the Jets have too. That, that is true, to be fair. But also, take uh, Zach has been playing well the last couple games. No, he not great, not. but he's been playing better. You don't be- think he's be- been playing well? No, I don't think he's been playing well. No, he's been playing better. Now, I, okay. st- I wouldn't say well. No. The qu- w- would you agree though, if you take a look at this year in the NFL, yes. how low scoring these games are? Yeah, there's been a lot of unders. Great- there's been a lot of unders, and primetime unders especially have been like crazy. It's like 80% primetime games unders for whatever reason. Um, yeah. yeah I, I agree with you. The offense has been down a bit. Scoring has been down a bit. So, so, so the key, like, you know, we have an elite running back. And who is the onus going to be put on? I mean, is it Hackett and Fallon not calling the plays correctly? Is it Douglas not having the talent? What is the main issue? The quarterback. You say you do, you do think it's that? You, yeah, I, you think, think it's that I think that's the main issue. He's not the but, only but, issue. Uh, Everything you just said is an issue. Right. Everything you just said is an issue. I, <laughs> I would not argue it. What's the main? What's the main issue? The the quarterback. But yeah, I mean, what, listen. What? 
Yeah, because I, I just I think it is. I think it's okay. if, if they yeah if they if they had if Rogers was the quarterback they'd be in first place in the division. They'd have they probably have seven seven wins right now. Easy. I would disagree. I, I, I will agree to disagree. I still think Miami would I, be in first. But, I, well, let me ask you a question. All right, so right now, how many wins do they have? They have four, right? Yes. Do you think they lose? Do, do you think they lose the New England game? Um, well, most you, likely not. No, most, most likely, likely not. not. All right, so that's five. They, I, right. I and I still and I think they beat Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville. I think they beat the Chargers and the Raiders as well. So that's I, I think, think that's seven wins right there. Now who knows? It's life is weird. Do, do the Eagles get more up to go play Aaron Rodgers and don't get you know don't make the same mistakes and have a, a letdown against the Jets? I, you know, do, do, does Buffalo play differently if if Rodgers doesn't get hurt in game one? Like I can't guarantee anything. I can't guarantee they would have won the games. They would have. They've already won. I don't know. But in my opinion, right. yeah, the offense would be much, much better. This offense won. I know that. Like they had Devontae Adams with Green Bay. I think Garrett Wilson is legitimately like close to being that good. I think. He, I agree. He, he would be a monster. Like, a like right now, it's like, oh, who but, do they have? They have Garrett Wilson. Okay, great. Garrett Wilson's pretty good. I think he would be terrific with Aaron Rodgers. I think he'd be oh, one of the absolutely. more dynamic wide receivers in the league with Aaron Rodgers. I think he would you, have. You mean, I think he would have eight, nine touchdown catches if it were if he were with Aaron Rodgers. Like it's a different thing. Like right now, he's just a nice wide receiver, the only one. Well, he could be a freaking monster with a good quarterback. I, I agree with that, but see, take a look at the secondary options. They're really not that well. You lost the Jets in and out. I mean, these guys don't get open. The drop passes, uh, the offensive line, they can't even run block now. I don't yeah. think the Jets are a very good football team. Yeah, no, they're not good offensively. 100% agree. 100% agree. Then this is not like I like for as much as I I'll tell you about Zach Wilson. This is not like the offense would be great too if only other than Aaron Rodgers. Like I think Aaron Rodgers in this offense. And by the way, he won he won two MVPs with Lazard. I understand Lazard has not played well this year, and I don't know if he's completely fallen off. But like Aaron Rodgers in this offense has been extremely successful. This entire season was predicated on Aaron Rodgers leading this offense in this scheme, knowing. It inside and out, being able to check in and check out of things, knowing exactly what to do with the football. Like it's more than just like it's it's not just hey you know he would have stepped in and oh maybe that throw would have been made or this. The entire thing works completely different with him at the helm of it. The entire offense functions better. He knows what to do. It's not just oh wow Zach Wilson overthrew that throw. Uh, Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have overthrown that throw, or Aaron Rodgers would have been more accurate here. Aaron Rodgers might have called a completely different play that's scheme someone wide open like it's it's completely different i agree with that but would you concede the fact too that since the jets offensive line has been so poor that zach actually no. with, with his mobility would get out of certain no. plays that aaron can't no i disagree he, okay no. okay then we'll, we'll disagree on that we'll disagree um, on it he, no i think I, got, I mean listen now you, he, one, he, you got one too buddy i appreciate the call like listen he got hurt so who knows is he capable of I, – I still saw a guy who's capable of running for five yards on third and four and, and, and knowing when to get rid of the football. And I like I think the amount of bad sacks Zach Wilson has taken to get out of field goal range or to make things more complicated on him, Rodgers doesn't take. He throws the ball away. Like, I think every aspect of this changes with Aaron Rodgers completely. You're talking about a, a, a rookie quarterback whose, whose best thing is the occasional great throw. He does not read defense as well. He does not go through progressions well. He does not know how to set up his team into a better. Like, it's just like the bet. What do we say about him? Oh, he's best when he doesn't have to think. Well, Aaron Rodgers is 
it can think without having to think, especially in this offense that he knows cold. Like, everything changes with Aaron Rodgers. Everything. The offensive line is better. The secondary options are better. The run game is better. Everything is better with Aaron Rodgers. So when you ask me what's the main problem, forget Zach Wilson. Forget it. Forget what I think about him. Forget it. What's the main problem with this offense? Aaron Rodgers isn't the quarterback. Forget who is. We could save that for another moment. What's the main problem with this offense? The guy they brought in to run it is hurt. That's the main problem with this offense. There are other issues, including the current play of the guy who is playing quarterback, but we could put that aside. Everything gets better with Aaron Rodgers. This is what we don't this is the same conversation we have with the Giants, and it bothers me because nobody seems to grasp this concept. Great quarterback play elevates everything. Everything. The offensive line is better. You don't take the bad sacks because he gets rid of the football. You scheme it differently. You see things differently. You pick up blitzes differently. Everything is different. They're afraid to blitz a great quarterback. They don't blitz him as much. They don't, like, a lot of things change. A lot of things change. It's easier to run the football when you have a threat of an Aaron Rodgers throwing it. Everything. Forget who's playing the quarterback position for a minute. I have my bias of thinking he sucks, whatever you might think of my opinion on Zach Wilson. Forget Zach Wilson. The number one problem with this offense is Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback. Robbie and Lake Success. What's up, Robbie? Hey, first of all, how was uh, Vegas? It was great. We had a good time. And they, and you always had a better time if the Jets lost. I know. Well, you I mean, I, I left before. I, I, this was a trip. This was not about going for the Jets. Oh, okay. I, this okay. was a birthday thing for me. My oh, birthday, my sister-in-law's I mean, birthday. We, we had this planned in February. I didn't even know... The, the NFL schedule hadn't even come out yet. All so. right. Then happy belated. Thank I, you. I, I haven't talked to you, I guess, in a, a, few day, a week or whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, the birthday's actually in December, but with kids and everything, you never get away in December, so we, we pushed it up a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah. I want to talk a little fantasy now, because, I mean, because there's nothing for me to talk about in sports right now. Okay, yeah. here's my fantasy. Uh, let's talk fantasy. Right. Number one, this, history has a way of repeating itself. You mm-hmm. know, 50 years ago, the Giants were two eleven and one, and and they're heading towards the same type of season. And uh, it, 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 they, I want to see a plane go overhead, you know, uh, again very shortly, maybe this year. Burning of tickets for Mary to see this, and when the Patriots come to town, I want to hear on the sidelines or in the stands, we want Belichick. That's my fantasy because I want Mary to hear this, and we where we as Giant fans are dissatisfied. Bill comes back, and a fantasy, he comes back, and it will catch steam. It will catch, because they listen to the overnights and they steal sure. the overnight callers, by the way, including you, your type of information. The media does. So when Bill comes in, and if he possibly comes back to the Giants, all the free agents with all the cap space being lifted are going to want to come to play for the Giants. And going forward, that, that, he'll be the GM. He'll change the, he'll change the chemistry, which has been garbage for the last 10 years. And that's, that's one fantasy. Second of all, I never want to see Aaron Rodgers play again for the play again for the uh, for the Jets, or you know, because personally, I think I'm tired of hearing about his egotistical maniac nonsense. And I do agree with you that the Jets would be better a team with him because they they have a horrible quarterback. That the Jets really should have no more than one or two wins. If the Giants win that game, which they believe they won, they have the, they have the same record as the Jets. Basically, they, I, I, two awful, awful things. And my third prediction: this is not more of a fantasy. This is a prediction. If the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, this you'll start hearing this too, because I, I like 
yeah. How crazy would that? Well, they got, we know that. But can you well, I don't know. She, I don't know. She, I don't know. Maybe, but she. And thank you for the. She turned down the halftime show. She turned down the halftime show. So I don't know if she would sing the national anthem. Maybe she would. And especially now that I guess the dynamic has changed, she's dating someone who you're saying in your fantasy. I, we have different fantasies. I'll tell you that right now. We, I was trying to talk my wife into a fantasy while we were in Vegas, but um, like we have di- we have different fantasies. Me and you. I don't fantasize about Taylor Swift singing the national anthem. But, I mean, maybe. It's plausible. It's plausible. Um, she did turn down the, the, the halftime show, which will be Usher this year. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, listen, it's... I do think B- Belichick here is interesting because of his, his history here where his career really started as the defensive coordinator under Bill Parcells for the Giants. Bringing him here to end his career, it's a full circle thing. I I would understand why he would want to do it, especially if they're going to have Williams or May or one of these top quarterbacks. He can't be the GM. It's a no it's a no it's a deal breaker for me. I don't bring him here to do both. He's the head coach and we have a GM. I'm open I guess I'm open to firing Joe Shane too. And bringing in a, a different GM to work with with Bill, but Bill cannot be the GM. And I, again, it's a lot. It's it's a lot to even imagine. But how could you turn it down? Like if you're a Giant fan, even if you think Brian Dable should be here, and I think there's a strong case, a very strong case. It's hard to make a case to fire him. Let's put it that way. It's hard to make a case to fire him. As bad as this has been, as bad as this has been, now it's to the point where he doesn't really even have a team. It, and last year was special. Like, it's hard to make a case to really fire him. But if you told me Bill Belichick is going to coach the team, I know they're losing. I know. And people will tell you the record without Tom Brady. It's still Bill Belichick, man. Brett in Long Island. What's up, Brett? Hey, good morning, Chris. I don't know. Is it morning or night at this point? Oh, it's morning, baby. It's 345 in the morning. Yeah, but- well, we can't, we can't get Belichick... Um, you got to give Dable one more year. I think you've said it. We've all said you got to give a coach, I think, three years, unless it's atrocious. Like the first year you overachieved, but it was a good year since where they've been in the past seven years. Uh, this year, it's without the excuses, it's not really all of his guys, correct? I mean, you got to look at some of the players he acquired. So next year would be the year. So, yeah, you well, we'll see. I mean, well, gotta, but now, now I don't know because he's going to have a rookie quarterback. I, I think there's a good chance he's got a rookie quarterback playing. It's tough to win with a rookie quarterback. Yeah, the, I know, the, the, I know Stroud's the, the, the doing it. But. Trend, the rookies are translating um, a lot quicker than they did. Well, in some, say, in some 10, cases, yeah. Ago. I mean, you know, it, sure. I, I don't ask the ask, ask Panther fans if Young is translating quickly. I mean, it, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. C.J. Stroud certainly is, no doubt. Great. Um, the only other point, I've been wrong on the Giants pretty much every single point I had. This yeah, year. It's a disappointing yes, feeling. Um, it sucks. Yeah, the white flag's up. Oh, the white, flag, the white flag is up and the dump it's, it's, and the, the tank up. truck is backing into the driveway, man. It is time. I'm nervous they're going to win this football game on Sunday. I hate to say that. Yeah, I, but. I, I, don't have, I don't have any confidence at this point, but that's good. I, yeah. I mean, how do you have confidence? But, you uh, can't. I also think even the defense that you thought was falling apart. 
you know, doing well. Well, the, eventually they realized what we realized that, you know, how long can they hold on? You start to lose the will, like, wow, we can't make the playoffs anymore. So they'll fall off a little and, yeah, they'll start losing, you know, bad. But anyway. And I think they traded, I think training I, Leonard Williams actually did send a sign. Uh, perfect. Yeah. It's, perfect. it's, it's no, no, a sign. No, no, that was perfect anyway. Oh, it was a great right? trade. That was great. It was a great oh, trade. God, that was perfect. He was and, and, you know, the, the, I didn't but, really uh, get it. Again, I think I, I didn't really get a chance to talk on that or I, I, I mean, I got a chance, but it never came up. Because I think the timing of my trip, or whatever, but like a lot, uh, the the praising of like the owner, or the agent praising how Joe Shane handled that trade is is interesting to me. Like, do you really want to like give the player the option? Is that what's best for the like? It's nice that it worked out that way, but if you had a, if you had that deal on the table, but Leonard Williams said no, I'd rather stay here. You wouldn't take the deal. Like I don't know how I feel about right. it. It's it's right. great. The owner's praising him. It makes the Giants look good. It makes it, you know, players might want to go play for him. Oh, man, he treated me so fair. It was unbelievable. But at the same when time. When I heard it, I kind of li- liked it, though. I didn't feel like it was cutthroat. I know you're going to say it's a business, and it is. I kind of liked that for some reason. It was something I hadn't seen, it, and yeah, it worked because, out all yeah, around. So I, Yeah, because, you, because, the, because the trade got made. If you found out at the end of the season right. we had a trade for a second-round pick yeah. and, a, and a fifth-round pick for Leonard Williams, but – we asked him, and he said no. You'd be like, "What? What? What, what do you mean?" Correct. He said, I want, "No." You're, you're right. It's easy you're to say. Right. It's I easy mean, to say. More, I'm cool yeah. with it now. When the trade went through, and you love it. Agreed. Good. No, that's a good point. You're right. You know, looking at that way, that is a good point. The last thing I wanted to say, actually, just something about the Jets. You brought up a point that I actually used to a bunch of people, and oh. my people's jaws dropped. Uh, yeah, it was a point that I hadn't heard about. You know, in the history of NFL, Zach Wilson had 931 passes and only had 20 touchdowns that have never been done, like the least productive. The only thing I'm going to add to that, though, uh, which I don't like about stats, is stats don't tell the whole story, right? Sure. And this isn't being an apologist for Zach Wilson. We That's see fine. What we see, right? Yeah. But you got to add into that stat in the red zone how many penalties. They actually did score a touchdown last week, right? They did. They scored a touchdown and, got, and they called a call back. And then the week before, they scored a touchdown. He threw the ball in the guy's hands. I don't know if it was a Zama or a Conklin, right? Right in the hands. And he dropped, he dropped it. it in the end zone. So, yeah. yeah so, and that's two weeks in a row. So, like, yeah, I get it. Like, again, if you're Zach Wilson, what are you saying? If I'm a quitter, I'm like, why? Everybody says I don't score. I literally just scored two touchdowns. Like, we scored two touchdowns in a row. Yeah. And, he's got, and no one's saying a word. And then what about how many penalties are there in the red zone? Like, you need to add that into the story. No, like, but whenever they get close, I, I they guess always shoot themselves in the foot. That, that's so fair, but... Saying, add that in. And yeah, Chris, I know, but you can't. You, thank you, buddy. But you can't, Brett. You can't add it in because I can't go back and look at all the other passers and add their stories in. You think everything went smoothly for those other guys and it just didn't work and they just weren't good enough? Like, like he, out of all the passers in the NFL who's thrown 930 passes, no one's thrown less touchdown passes. Do you think... The guy, do you think everyone on that list, nobody dropped a touchdown pass for him? Or nobody had a, a penalty remove a touchdown? Like, it's part of the story. I mean, you're right. You're not wrong. Uzama dropped a touchdown pass. He would have had another touchdown. It was in garbage time, but he would have had another touchdown. The penalty that took away the, the Brees Hall touchdown, that could change the game. Totally agree. That could have changed the game. It wasn't a touchdown pass, quote-unquote, but it could have changed the game, that touchdown, instead of kicking a field goal there. And there were penalties. Holding on Uzama, no, no doubt. There were penalties that cost them big. But 
when you say add it, how do I add it? And do I, I have to go through everyone's story and add everything? Because if you think Zach Wilson's alone in drop passes and penalties, I disagree. Kevin and Copeg, uh, what's up, Kev? Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Yes. Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Yankees Mets bidding wars. It's going down. Oh, man. I'm pumped. I'm telling you right now, I am excited about this prospect. I Listen, I want him. So, theoretically, I don't want I, As a Yankee fan, I don't need the Mets involved. I want him. So, I don't, I don't need the headache. But there's something about the idea of both teams for the first time because you knew this was coming. You knew this was coming. Eventually, they were going to find something to fight over. Now, a lot of people thought it should have been Aaron Judge. I don't think anyone really expected that necessarily, but it could have been. It wasn't. They haven't really come. Both had the exact same need and the exact same want for a player before. And the new man on campus has all the money, has all the money. And the Yankees may have the prestige and the need and plenty of money on their own. It is going to be an interesting dynamic because whoever loses, loses something. Like It's more than just losing the player. You lose a little bit of the Yankees, lose a little bit of that big brother, we get who we want still, because the Yankees still could say that. They passed on Harper. They passed on Machado. They didn't, they didn't lose out. They passed. When they want someone, they still get him. They wanted Cole, they got him. They wanted Judge, they got him. They wanted Rodon, they got him. When they target a player, they still get them. But if they nope. target Yamamoto and are outbid by the Mets in their own town, now it's now that's now they've lost a little uh, lack. You know they've lost a little luster there. They've lost a I know, little. I know a batting average doesn't matter anymore to the geeks. It matters to me. Two seventeen for Pete Alonso. Now's the time to get a deal done before a monster season oh, I walk com- here. I completely disagree with you. I know. Well, not that batting average matters. I, I understand that, Kevin. I'm not. I'm not here to. The, I mean, I'll defend. I'll defend that argument to a point. I think it it matters less than some think it does, or what it used to mean. Uh, but it's certainly no one wants to hit two seventeen. Nobody wants to hit two ten. Nobody wants to hit one eighty nine. Like Stan. So yes, uh, no doubt about it. Would you like to bump his average up to two fifty? Of course. But the guy hits forty home runs and drives in a hundred RBIs like clockwork. Like clockwork, man. Like you cannot. He's 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 turned himself into a good a good fielding first baseman. He's kind of the heart and soul of your team a little bit. He's your best player. You cannot trade him for what? What do you think you're going to get back? I didn't say trade him. I said now's the time to strike on a contract because he had that two. Oh, I'm sorry. I mis I misunderstood what you said. I apologize. Uh, yeah, no. You want, now's the time to strike on a contract before he has a big season. Yeah, like Aaron Judge when Aaron yeah. Judge put on himself. Well, listen, I, I don't disagree with that, and I'm sorry, I completely misunderstood what you said. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not. Tr- I, I love Pete Alonso. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Good, I agree with you. Um, no, I, you don't have to sign him now because you, you know, you're not looking to save every buck. Like I, I, I totally agree with that thought process, and you could sign him now. I'm not opposed to doing it now, but you have plenty of money. You can play it out. You can see what happens. You can leave yourself all the options that you possibly could. You know, maybe he has a down year, you get him for less, so you just want to see him perform uh, or give him a chip on his shoulder. Like, I think Judge got one and hit 62 home runs. Like, there's nothing wrong with the incentive because you have the money. It doesn't matter. Give him the incentive to have a monster year. I know like, it's just so, so annoying with Atlanta with these contracts. That yeah, I know. They're, listen, they, they, they're amazing in what they're able to pull off. They're amazing what they're able to pull off. But you know what? I know they won the World Series in 29, but the last two years, they, uh, 21, excuse me, the last two years they have been woeful underachievers. This year is embarrassing. Let's be honest. 
They had an unbelievable year. Everybody's talking, this is the model franchise. You want to do it just like them. They're the perfect team. They're the best team in baseball by a mile. Uh, uh, they won one game against Philadelphia, who then turned around and lost to the Diamondbacks. <laughs> uh, it's a crapshoot, 355. McMonagle here with you, 877-337-6666. Four hours down. One left on our midnight ride to 5 a.m. Yamamoto, that's the topic of the day for me. Yes, we have two football teams. I'm hoping the Giants figure out a way to lose this game, or at least, you know, don't figure out a way to win it with Tommy DeVito. I heard Brian Dable talking about, uh, um, what's his name? The backup quarterback running around, maybe getting healthy. Why on earth would you go back to him? Play DeVito. Don't mess around. I don't need Tyrod Taylor back in my life. Going out there, maybe winning the game. DeVito, I'm right or die with you, DeVito. Because we need to lose every game we can lose. And, and I hate to say it, but it's true. The Jets trying to get back into the division, but the Yankees and the Mets battling head-to-head -head for one player. I love it. 